That's probably why you have <laughs> such wrist. resilient wrists. Is from the <laughs> My goodness, Josh, your wrists are thick. <laughs> Wait, go. both? Yeah, I mean, so you gotta use the, you gotta swap hands for when you're like looking for the right video. But you swap hands. Your, swap yeah, you hands. don't want to lose your power. No, you gotta just use both hands at once. <laughs> but then I can't look through the videos. That defeats the purpose. What am I looking through the videos with and both my so hands are on my dick? What you're saying, Brian, <laughs> is you have to be ambid wankstress. Ambid wankstress. Uh, speaking Hi, I'm Rick Fox. I'm an aspiring author <laughs> no, no, here no, no, in Nashville. No, no. And I'm the king of anymore. <laughs> Dang it! Hi, I'm Rick Fox. I'm an author here in Nashville, and uh, I'm Christopher Walken. <laughs> Hi, I'm Josh. I'm unfortunately still a student here in Nashville, and uh, I want to commit suicide. Hi, I'm Andreas. I'm an analyst here in Nashville, and I'm the person who thought to tape Christopher Walk into a chair, but leave his ties sitting out of the duct tape. <laughs> I'm Brian. I'm an illustrator here in Nashville, and I'm uh, Mr. Pink. And, <laughs> and we're Tonight, we are watching Suicide Kings. Suicide Kings came out in 1997. It currently holds a 34% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. Uh, it was written by Josh McKinley, directed by Peter O'Fallon, and it stars Christopher Walken, Dennis Leary, Henry Thomas, Nina Sees Macchio, and many others. Are you ready for this This amazing summary? Yeah, let's hear it. Are you ready for, for this? It. It's yeah. amazing. Okay. Are you, you good? Okay. Hold on to your seats, because here I go. A group of youngsters kidnap a respected mafia figure. That's it. That's the entire thing. Did Houston okay. say he liked this movie? Or did he just say so we should we, review this movie? Oh, yeah, and, we and should, that's uh, a good point. We should bring up the fact that uh, today we are reviewing Suicide Kings as part of one of our Patreon rewards. So thank you to Houston Adams. That's right. He is our, our glorious Godzilla, and as such, uh, he has dictated that we will review Suicide Kings. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, um, thank, uh, you for, so thank you for supporting us on Patreon, Houston. Uh, if any of our other listeners are interested in getting to just pick a movie for us to watch, like, no questions asked, basically, uh, that is one of the uh, reward tiers over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash opinionated. So you can check that out if you're interested. Um Rick, it, it, I I was curious. The same question that was posed earlier: Is this a movie that Houston mentioned he enjoyed, or is this one that like? Because we've got we've received some suggestions in the past where it's like, oh man, this is my favorite movie. You guys should watch it. And then we've received some that's like, oh man, this is hot shit, and I can't wait to torch <laughs> you guys and listen to you get mad about it. Like, which category does this fall into? Because it doesn't. Because a thirty-four on Rotten Tomatoes doesn't bode well, if I'm honest. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he likes this movie. That's the impression that I've got because I've heard him mention it several times before. Yeah. And so I'm I'm pretty sure that he's he's a fan of this one. Although I could be wrong, and he just wants us to hear us talk about it. So uh, I I can't give a, a honest answer to that. Uh, he was not he didn't specify in his message on on Patreon. So I'm sure we'll find out afterwards. <laughs> Do you guys know anything about this one? Like because I've never I've never heard of this. Maybe movie once before. I start watching, I'll recognize it, but not from the name. I'm. I'm assuming Christopher Walken plays a uh, mafia figure, perhaps a respected one. No, he's well, one of the youngsters. 
<laughs> oh, okay. yeah, against yeah, the role of his life. That picture on the cover is just them practicing on their fellow youngster Christopher Walken before they go get the actual <laughs> right. Exactly. Figure. Yeah. I would love to see a movie where he just plays a kid and everyone refers to him as Christopher Walken and never acknowledge the fact that he is like six feet tall and yeah. seven years old. It's like, uh, to be it's honest, like big. To be honest, any movie that has uh, Christopher Walken in it, I will watch because it oh, has yeah. Christopher Walken yeah. in it. So like, I'm excited for this, even though there's a 34 on Rotten Tomatoes. You know what? If I'm honest, I feel like he's been kind of deified because he's he's a great actor, but he is not like not all of his movies are great. He's kind of like Anthony Hopkins, right? Where it's like, <laughs> man, you are just an incredible actor, and you've got some movies under your belt that are like will stand the test of time and are just classics forever. And then also, you just decided to jump in some dog turds for some reason. Like, <laughs> I feel like Christopher Walken's in that same camp. Where like some of his movies are shitty. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it, but at the same time, like, Christopher he... Walken's in him, and he's really fun in it. <laughs> I guess I like I he is fun and I and I'm looking forward to seeing him in this movie. I don't know that that makes me like oh man this movie is going to be great. Wasn't he was in some movie about like Seth Rogen style movie about like ping pong, wasn't he? Balls of Fury. Balls of Fury. Oh, oh yeah, that? Balls of Fury. Seth Rogen was how mm. It was like I mean, it no, it was like, like a knock Seth off. Movie. It was like if Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill had a knockoff baby. See, I thought it was a knockoff Jack Black movie. No, it's definitely more Jack Black. See? Yeah. It's not Jack Black, oh, actually. No, no, but it's, it's more knockoff knock Jack, Jack Black than it's knockoff Jack, uh, uh, whatever, Rogan. Well, Rogan. I'm, I'm looking I back at Houston's right. like, message. That's definitely wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that Houston likes this movie a lot because he says he gives it five out of five fish boots. So it sounds like okay. it's going to be one that he's, uh, he's a big fan of. I'm well, sorry, fish boobs? Fish boots. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, it's not I'm boots. assuming it has something to do with the movie. I'm not that sure what, not but I kind of just wanted to bring sense, up fish but boots. I it more. Nah, Houston loves fish tits. <laughs> <laughs> well, fish are well known for their berries? <laughs> Question mark. That's a buxom fish. Uh, no, okay. I mean, it's a weird it's... way to re- refer to mermaids, but I gig it. <laughs> uh, well, I okay. I'm I'm looking forward to watching this, even if it's a piece of trash, because we always have fun ragging on it. But I hope it's good. Um, in any rate, before we go, real quick plug. Um, Rick just released his book, Fate's Pawn, which can be found on Amazon in either physical or digital form. So definitely go check that out. Uh, additionally, like I mentioned at the beginning of this, uh, our Patreon is available for those who want to help support the podcast. Uh, that's a, that's patreon.com slash opinionated so uh we'd appreciate it if you guys would check those out and in the meantime we will be back after watching suicide kings thought you were about to queue up another way opinionated i think old carlo is just gonna sit there it's carlo bartolucci it's a capo to capo okay You're our hostage, Charlie. My sister, Elise, has been kidnapped. Kidnappers demanded $2 million ransom. I got nothing to do with kidnapping. We know that, but you got contacts, the kind that know how to fix these things. I'm gonna kill you! What's going on in here? Are you scared? I came here to play poker. Guys, that's what you told me you were gonna be doing. That's why you wanted to use the house, right? That is not poker. Get out right now. Come on, let's go. Hey, and take your weird junkie friend with you. For five good friends, the answer to their problem is tied to a chair in the guest room. But these college buddies are about to get a lesson. Who knows we're here? In betrayal. 
This one, you are not gonna believe. Get a hold of Luna. I need to know who took her, where they got her, the whole nine yards, and I need to know now. Graphite, huh? I'm going back to steel. This is Charlie. Word is they use an inside player on this one. Whoever's behind this kidnapping is using an inside player. One of us might be in on it. I will smoke him out. All right. That's just... To the man. Look at him. What are you worried about? What am I worried about? I just want to stick to the plan. I think we should just let Charlie go. No, no, no. Will you relax? I got a gun in my hand. What are you going to do, shoot me? You didn't think this through too good, did you? Yeah, I, I've intentionally stayed home as much as possible, but there have been a couple times where, like, okay, I've got to run to the grocery store or yeah. I've got to run to, like, grab food or something like that. And. And it pisses me off just to see some of the dumbass idiots that are out here. <laughs> I, I'm not I even... really wish that I had seen you outside just so I could be like, aha! I'm not even talking like, oh man, they're not respecting like the six foot distance between people. Which there's plenty of people who aren't doing who aren't doing that. Yeah. One lady was letting her like. 10 year old child just run around everywhere and roll around on the floor oh my god uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm well, like, well that's not where the, the virus is the virus for us. yes it is rick don't you know that like the virus settles that's why that's why it's super important to vacuum uh-huh <laughs> you know what they say <clears throat> don't touch your face wash your hands and vacuum you know I found out since this that uh, I touch my face a lot more than I hmm. thought I did. Oh, yeah. Um, and I have just decided that uh, I'm just probably going to get the virus because <laughs> I can't stop. Jeez. I, I uh, have not – I've not been as cavalier, but I have been like, you know what? I've got hand sanitizer right here. If I've got to touch my face, I'm going to hand sanitize my hands. And then touch my face a whole bunch just to get it out of my system. Like, oh, that, that feels so good on my nose and my eyes and my cheeks and my forehead. Ah, that was a good touch. All right, I'm done for now. Yeah, this is a this is a bad time to be growing out a beard because it's so fucking itchy. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Tell me about it. I but, I can't grow a beard or a mustache for anything. Like, it just doesn't happen. Like I'm this is not a thing I can do. I'm testing exactly. the waters because, like, I'm I'm confined at home. I'm not going out and seeing people. I'm, like, that's I'm exactly the video same thing. Calls, but that's it. So I might as well, you know. It's perfect. Yeah. I, uh, I that's exactly the same thing. I was like, you know what? No one can see me except for my roommates. And I mean, like, I'm already comfortable enough around them that, I, like, I don't care. Yeah. If mm-hmm. they see me with some grody looking, like prepubescent level wispy ass yeah exactly <laughs> and so I, I was trying to grow it out and eventually uh eventually i had enough where like it looked horrible but you could see it at least yeah because i'm blonde because <laughs> i'm blonde so like the first two weeks of growth you can't see anyway <laughs> it has to like catch the light at the right angle or whatever and so i was like okay it's starting it looks terrible but whatever and then i uh sent a snapchat to sarah and she was basically like i'm gonna dump you if you don't shave that <laughs> <laughs> it uh uh yeah yeah she uh she she was not a fan and so i have ceased growing out any sort of facial hair for now <laughs> I've not gotten any <laughs> such uh, replies. I've gotten a couple of people telling me it doesn't look bad, which is 
encouragement of a sort, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, but... it's like it's like someone saying like, oh, you know, I could tell you tried really hard. <laughs> it's like, mm, yeah. Thanks. Unfortunately, I can try as much as I'd like, but it doesn't stop my uh my uh it doesn't make my mustache connect to my beard at all. Yeah. 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 Or or do do you have that where like it doesn't connect up at the top either? What? Like uh, in the cheeks? No, 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 no. Like where you've got like the little split right at the top of your lip where your mustache just doesn't connect at the top. Oh no, no, that fills in all the way. Okay, that's good. I, I say as I'm touching my face. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think before the night's through, you're gonna have to take a picture and uh, put it in the Discord so we can see what this mustache looks like. Oh, I can do but, that right uh, now. <laughs> yeah, but I'm ready to start talking about this movie because I'll be man, ready to resume because now I have to do this. <laughs> oh man. I have complicated feelings about this movie. Yeah. I do too, but they mostly come down to I really wish that I could tell two of the characters apart from each other. What do you mean? Because I have a pretty solid handle on Ira. He's he's a recognizable face, so I'm good yeah. with him. Yeah. Um, we have the boyfriend who I can, I can generally tell, okay, yeah, that's that guy. I know who yeah. that is, mm-hmm. and I know the doctor. Mm-hmm. The other two characters, like of our main crew, not counting Christopher Walken, of course. What do you mean? The other two Brett, people of our main crew, Brett, the Brett asshole and football what, looking star, and the guy whose name I can't remember, but he's the dweeb whose sister got kidnapped. Yeah, the dark haired guy. Yeah, those two. I consistently get those two mixed up How? throughout this entire damn movie. How? I don't know. They just aren't that. They don't stand out that much. I know one of them is his sister, alike. and I can't remember what the other one does. They are the so- asshole. They're so different. They're both the asshole. Character and in like just visually they look different. It's like it's like all right, you know, I really like this Forrest Gump movie, but like I hate that you can't tell Lieutenant Dan and Bubba apart from each other. It's like what are you talking nah. about? Yes. It's, it's like you're it's like you're watching Mary and Pippin and if they're not in the in the part where they're both uh separate in Lord of the Rings 3, then you're like, "Okay, which one was the dumber one?" And which one was the less dumb one? No, no, I like yeah. I'm, I'm not even like I'm not even like messing with you, Rick. I'm not I'm not trying to troll you and rile you up. I genuinely can't believe that you're mixing those two characters. Because if anything, if anything, I'd be like, okay, maybe he like the doctor and the boyfriend. Like, no, the doctor's easy to tell. He's the doctor. He's the one in Scrubs all the yeah, time. The, and uh, then the, the boyfriend has. The boyfriend has a unique look to him, like he actually has a, a different look to him. The other two are just all of them have two a assholes. Look, they are all visually distinct and characterly Brad distinct. Looks like a Honestly, human no. Eraser. To me, the only one that is visually distinct to me is Leonard, and that's because he's Leonard from The Big Bang Theory. That's that's <laughs> the only one. The rest of them are bland ass white guys. Honestly, well, y- I did not yes, have that they... problem at all. I did. Uh, I, they... I had trouble telling who's. Uh, the relationships apart, like who was related to her in what way. Yeah. But like, I knew most of the, most of the actors from different things. So I could recognize and tell them apart easily. Uh, but yeah, I could not remember most of their names to save my life. No, okay. Na- names, names are fine. We watch movies all the time and can't remember the names afterwards, but I can still remember the characters and like, I'll grant you, they all look like they could be named Chad and go to Duke yeah. University. Right? <laughs> exactly. Like, like, because they're and, all named Chad and go to Duke as far as I'm concerned. And that's fine. But as soon as they kidnap this dude, they do a very clear job of establishing who is who and what type of personality they have. Yeah. The, the brother. I don't know, man. 
I don't know. No. Like, no. Again, I've got three of them. I can figure out three of them. I'm consistent with those three, but the last two, interchangeable as shit. I don't, They're just both no, rich I assholes. I don't understand that. One of them is literally, the no, literally, The other one was never an asshole once. The the one Chad Brett or whatever his name yeah, is, is literally head. he's literally the guy holding the gun the whole time who's like I'm the one in charge I'm super super aggressive I'm the one who has to be like I have to be telling what's going on I'm the alpha dude in this scenario and the other guy the entire time is like oh gee shucks guys I don't know if we should be doing what we're doing this doesn't look so good yeah. this might be a <laughs> Which bad one idea is the one. Which is the one that it's actually his sister that is kidnapped? The the one who is like, I don't think this is a good idea. That's sort of probably why it, it constantly throws me off, because I would feel like he would be the one who has the most at stake here and would be the most, like, driven to do I stupid things in, in, to get this through. Off. He's just trying to, like, keep up the bluff. Maybe, but the thing is, because he's the one who's constantly, like, the most not on board for this, except for Ira, I think that's why I have trouble remembering that he's the one whose actual sister is in trouble, and the guy who's waving the gun around is just there? Like, what was his, what was his thing? He was the leader. Why was he? He was just the friend who is an asshole, but is actively trying to get the dude's sister back. Slash girlfriend. Yeah, and that so so like to me, that's the guy that should be the least involved in. Like maybe we shouldn't do this, guys. Not the guy who's actually got something yeah, on the line. So saying, that's so why it's difficult that, for me to. So you're saying that you feel their motivations should be swapped? Sort of. Yeah. It's it's like the way that they are are parsed out in what that they what they do and their function in the story feels backwards to me and because of that I'm constantly having to like catch back up and be like oh right no he's the one whose sister is here this guy's just an asshole like okay I, I guess I agree with you as far as like their motivation goes but I don't get them confused at all yeah, like all of these characters are distinct which is nice considering what we said at the beginning which is that you know they're all you know they're all Chad and they all play on the lacrosse team See, again, I, that's why they're not distinct for me. They're all Chad and they play on the lacrosse team. Yeah, but team. they have different like, physical they, appearances. They just fit the same archetype. Yeah, and that, that's sort of the issue. I think that this movie, for me at least, would be stronger if they all had a different archetype instead of all feeling like the same rich kid with slightly different situations for I mean, being. They all apparently go to the same school or some shit. I don't know. They grew up rich. I wouldn't say they all feel the same way, although I do think that Avery and I forget his name, the, the guy who had the gun most of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, they, d- they, yeah. yeah, they do seem to, um, uh, they, I can't agree that they seem too similar, but the, uh, they blend together. The, the boyfriend and Avery, I do think they, they do kind of have similar, um, actions throughout the movie up until the very end. Yeah. They, yeah, they they do follow a similar path to the point that they could have been one character just kind of mashed together and that'd be really weird and incestuous. But as far as like the actions that they take in that house, yeah. they could be one person, I mean. Well, but uh... everyone else seems to do something different. Like TK, he he has his own role. Uh, role. Uh, Ira has his own role. The guy with the gun whose name I cannot remember. I will keep on calling Cameron. Brett. Brett. Brett, okay. Yeah, Brett. Brett, yeah, he... Cameron. <laughs> I don't know why, he just seems like a Cameron to me. But Well, yeah, because they all seem like a Cameron or a Tanner or a Spencer or whatever, like... <laughs> they were all on the lacrosse fund. team, that's fine. But they all yeah, play exactly. different positions. 
Yeah, that, that's what I mean. It's like there's only two characters in this uh, movie who, to me, seem to be playing the same position for the most part. It's not until we get into the third act that, uh, fuck, I forgot his name again. Christopher Walken. Brett. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, no, the uh, the boyfriend. Oh, uh, Avery? Max. No, Avery's the brother. Oh. Max. Max, Max yeah, is the Max. boyfriend. Yeah, it's yeah. only until uh, the third act for me that I really started to see them act differently and not just kind of take the same position and do the same stuff all the time. Uh, uh, yeah. Max was a pretty cool guy to, uh, not Chuck Norris, uh, uh, Christopher Walking, like he was always yeah. ready to give him a drink or whatever. Yeah. Well, and, and, and Avery and, okay. seemed all right with it. Well, well, yeah, he was cool because he was he was the only one that knew nothing was going on. Okay, because let's set the stage, right? Because you know, there's probably plenty of folks who haven't seen this movie yet. Not a ton happens in this movie. Most of the movie is <laughs> so. So at the very beginning, it's and it jumps right into it. We see we see all of these, you know, like college age university age guys all the tanners and chads and spencers and and whoever and chets and bretts all right? the saved by the bail exactly and they're they're at a bar and they and christopher walken walks in and everyone's like oh man he's he's this mafioso whatever and then it quickly shows us the they're like going through their plan and everything as they're acting it out and they kidnap christopher walken take him back to their friend's house where they're going to hold him hostage so that they can get the money to rescue uh avery's sister who's been kidnapped right there you go who is also max's girlfriend yeah there you go plot set the rest of the movie is pretty much just slowly unraveling the mystery behind what actually happened and slowly seeing christopher walken like try and talk his way into not being as kidnapped i guess like, like it, the, the rest kidnapped. of it is just slowly a lower watching. level of kidnapping <laughs> right You're, the rest of the movie is more just like watching it unfold and seeing mm. the interplay between these characters yeah. there's not a whole ton that really changes from that so like that's the stage that's been set i think it's mostly christopher walken trying to put this all together in his head so that he knows who needs the most revenge yeah <laughs> which is great too because because they started off he wakes up and you know they told the story about how you know oh man avery's sister has been kidnapped and everything and oh they started sending body parts right and oh and wait a second which whose figure was that no it what? Th- there is no whose finger is that. We never saw a finger from a girl. The only finger we saw in this movie was Christopher Watkins. They uh, told no, him. No, but here's the thing. No, the 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 three characters act as though there was a finger, and it seems as though like unless they just lied and said, yeah, they sent us a finger to the people who weren't in the know. Someone somewhere there's a finger missing that came from somebody. I'm no, assuming... I think that they lied. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that I'm assuming that Avery Avery made it up. Yeah. Because because we never see a yeah. finger from her. And but he's the one who's acting all broken down and, and freaked out about the fact that, yeah, you cut off that guy's finger and it's just like what they did to my sister. I don't know. Well, yeah, mm. I think it's buyer's mm. remorse. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think uh, I think he was like, this is a good idea until he was faced with, no, guys, oh, Avery man. Thinks, Avery thinks his sister was actually kidnapped, remember? he like He knows he's involved with it, but he thinks she was actually taken it was yeah because oh, yeah. right, it was exactly. his debt it was his yeah. debt okay yeah, yeah. exactly and so i happened. like he would be the one who would get the finger so there had to be a finger because the other guys but wouldn't have been the one like oh finger. by the way guys they sent us the finger maybe he just said that they got a finger and never showed maybe it to them max they didn't said that they see. got the finger yeah yeah i don't know that part's not clear at any rate they tell christopher walken that 
that uh, whoever's got his sister kidnapped cut off her finger and sent it sent it in in the classic like eh, we're gonna chop her to bits until you pay us you know scheme and so they just like wake up Christopher Walken already having chopped off his finger because there's the incentive to get him to help them out they're gonna keep you know every time that a piece of his sister shows up they're gonna cut the same piece off of Christopher Walken right which seems like a very bad idea because on the one hand, it's like... <laughs> this entire plot is a horrible idea. There's no good decisions made in this movie. I kept, like, really I kept early assuming... on, Christopher Walking was willing to help them? It seems like they should have just cut their losses at that point, being like, let's let this guy hang on it. Yeah. It feels like they should <laughs> Honestly, have just approached him straight up and be like, hey, dude, some mobsters uh, kidnapped our, uh, uh, our friend here. Would you mind helping us out? We're in a bad spot. Yeah. He probably would have right. helped. I mean, right, but here's the problem. I don't think no, that no, he no. actually would have. Well, no, I don't. I don't buy that Christopher Walken is really on board with helping them. He was gonna fuck them over as soon as he had a chance. He just had to figure out what yeah, was going on. Yeah, but he ended up only getting revenge on one of them. Yeah, the guy who actually right. orchestrated the whole thing. Although, right, right, right. No, he had the guy who who had the whole idea shot. Like he had Lano shoot him while they were still in the house. Right. And we don't find out what happened to him. Avery's life is ruined because all his friends know that he set this whole thing up. Isn't no? Yeah that his sister yeah something and then max and and what's her face get, get shot at the end which is uh, uh, a weird pre- presu- thing because they really don't feel like they deserve presumably, that yeah because we don't actually see no that. definitely a thousand percent no, no, There's yeah, no other no, way to no, take no, that rick, scene rick yes i'm making fun of the fact that the cameras suddenly <laughs> get switched up all Anyone of the sudden okay <laughs> right no 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 no, no but how did this get brought up what were you we talking oh yeah, yeah no christopher walken was totally like even if even if they'd approached him in the bar and they'd asked him to help, even if he said yes at that point, which there's no reason for him to, his help would have been like, sure, I'll help you find your sister. At no point – the only way to get the $2 million, which is the whole point of the scam, right? Yeah. The whole point of the scam was Max is trying to set it up so that he and Avery's sister can run off together with a bunch of – with a boatload of money, right? Yeah. That's the whole reason they had to kidnap him, because they couldn't have gone and asked him. They had to bring him back and slowly torture him and everything. Well, yeah, but the other guy yeah. doesn't... Well, wait, no, wait, he did know, know that. Hmm. Wait, no, because someone else had the plan first, and then the sister and the the boyfriend, like, stepped in and said, hey, you know what you should actually do, though, so I think is this, was, this other thing. It was that Avery was approached and said, like, hey, we can settle up your debt. We just need to kidnap your sister. And... He Avery then went to uh, Max, the boyfriend, and was like, hey, I think we need to do this. I need your help to make it happen. Max says, look, let's make some additional money on top of this. And No, 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 no. The, they never approached Avery about kidnapping his sister in order to, like, no, they, blackmail yeah. a mafia. Yeah, they, yeah, the kids, they definitely the, did. The That's exactly what they no, did. The no, yeah. no. Yes. They approached yes. Avery and held his sister as collateral until he could pay them back. That was it. And then when Max came in and was like, oh, my gosh, there's like they sent me a piece of her finger. We've got to get her back fast. That's when Brett comes in and he's like, okay, well, here's how we can do this, right? No, no that's not how it happened Max at all. Max with uh, getting the $2 million, not the, f- not the 50 grand. It was Max's yeah, the fi- idea right. to get the, the 50 the grand. The 50 grand was the base that Avery owed from sports betting. Right. His sister and was collateral, not part of some blackmail scheme. Right, that's where it came in, is that uh, Max got wind of this and said, hey, let's turn this into a, uh, uh, a kidnapping scheme. Right, which Avery didn't know about. Right. Avery, Avery knew that his sister was actually just being held by these guys, 
right? So he knew that that oh, it you know, it's not some big thing, right? But when they said that they started cutting stuff off, that's when Max was able to convince him, yeah, we need to actually kidnap Christopher Walken so that we can get the money needed to get to pay these guys off and save your sister. You know what this movie really needs? One fucking twist, not two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kept waiting. I mean, it needs just a lot more clarity in what is going on in throughout the entire movie because I feel like I get confused with all of the flashbacks and like all the side flashes to to Dennis Leary going around beating the shit out of people and trying <laughs> to find Christopher Walken. Like between all of that, it just gets confusing as to what the plot line is. I think that's supposed so to keep So let's us let's like... lay it out just so I'm I'm clear. Avery gets into gambling debt. Yes. And then Avery, who, they, is, who is the brother, mm-hmm. he gets into gambling debt. He gets fifty thousand into debt. Okay. Then what happens to his sister? Okay. Then Heckle and Jekyll come in, and they they buy up his gambling debt, and Avery agrees that he'll pay them back as soon as he can, and they're gonna hold on to his sister as collateral, as incentive. But they're not holding on to his sister because Max meets them, and his sister is just there and he she comes over and is like hey you should do this whole thing so they're not holding on to her yeah because that was the first time that they oh, saw yeah. saw her when uh when they met at that bar i think this whole plan is avery's idea like the whole thing no 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 it's max that's what he plan. says at the end that it was his it's plan. Max's plan no max's max's plan is to double cross avery and get all this extra money because that's what freaks out avery is that he's it's suddenly a different amount I'm confused. This movie is fucking confusing. This movie is and it's, confusing. It's, it's frustrating. Which is a shame because okay, because I yes, we're all confused. There's a lot of double crosses and backstabs and all this and that. I really enjoy this movie a lot. Yeah, I do too. And and a, a lot a lot of that is thanks to Christopher Walken. I don't think that the the Chads and Bretts and yeah, Chets and everything to, uh, are Wikipedia, bad. According to Wikipedia, it's Avery's plan. He recruited Max in to help. Okay, that was not clear to me. I yeah, and I, that's why Max met them and du- and double crossed. Okay, 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 okay. Gotcha. I like this movie, and I like the di- the different frat boys who were there. Like, I like their their individual characters, especially I, especially um, especially what's his name, the uh, not Avery Dagummit. What's his name? The nerdy dude from Big Bang. Ira Ray. I don't count Ira, Ira as one of the Chads. He's not one of the no, Chads. He is not. a hanger on to it's the Chad. True, true. He's but... the Peter Pettigrew of this group. <laughs> I like Ira, but a lot of this comes down to just how good Christopher Walken is, and it's it's kind of subtle. Like he'll do things like even just the way that he reacts to some of the things that the that the Chads say, right? Just m- elevates it a lot. Like it makes it funny. Or, or it makes it interesting in the way that he's responding, or the way that he's like downplaying things. Like Christopher Walken really makes this movie for me. Yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. Like if you don't have Christopher Walken in this movie, this movie isn't a thirty-four on IMDb. It's a zero on IMDb. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it made all one point seven million dollars at the box office because of Christopher Walken. Yes. <laughs> By the way, yes, it had as a opposed budget to the five million. five million. Yeah. Yeah. Like this movie tanked. Yeah. That's a shame, honestly, because I was I was thoroughly enjoying it throughout. Yeah, um, until the very end, I, I was enjoying it. 
I would say that I enjoy Christopher Walken's monologues, but like I said at the top of the podcast, I always enjoy Christopher Walken doing literally anything. My my issue is that I think that this movie, like as we have obviously shown, this movie is very confusing and and hard to follow in a lot of ways. Yes, and. I, I I honestly can't say that I do enjoy the the different bros like having their stuff like drug addict dude he doesn't seem that interesting he's just kind of like yeah I do heroin mm-hmm. and I'm a doctor and and he's gonna die oh no right and the rest of them as I've said kind of blend together I guess you have the boyfriend who's just like mopey through most of the movie and he's not that interesting to me yeah. the only one of all these characters that I genuinely like is Ira and that's because he's constantly freaking out and and like reacting to this entire situation the way you would expect all of them to be reacting to it. Mm-hmm. I love it when he finally so, breaks like, and, yeah. uh, towards the end of the movie and he just starts chucking shit all over the place yeah. breaking everything and <laughs> tie him up. You betrayed your friend! Yes. It it got so over the top at some points that I assumed he would be like the twist where it was like actually was his expecting. idea or something. Yeah. Right? I, that would have been hilarious. Mostly just because the movie did not in any way indicate towards that. It would have been coming out of left field, and I was kind of on board with that happening. Right. There, there were certain ca- – because, well, you know, they did the typical, like, oh, it's a mystery. We're going to throw a little bit of shade on everybody so you're not sure who to suspect, right, except mm-hmm. for Avery. And I guess I've seen enough movies at this point where it's like, oh, it was the one guy you weren't expecting that I was like, ah, I'm suspecting the one guy I'm not yeah. suspecting now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. It um, it, it's kind of hard to talk about all the different things in this movie because it really is just them talking a bunch, right? They go back and forth and kind of uncover the plot. A lot of it is Christopher Walken kind of getting into the heads of the guys because at one point, you know, they they've laid out the terms of the hostage situation to Christopher Walken, and he's gotten on the phone to his underlings, seeing as he's the respected mafia figure. Um, and they found that uh, it, it, they slipped to him that it was an inside job, so he knows that someone was in on it. And do you think that he's trying to suss it out, or do you think he's just trying to sow discord on the group? Could be both. I think it's a little yeah. of both. Yeah, like I think that he's trying to to make things blow up so that he'll have an easier time manipulating them. Um, but I think that you, the way that you laid that out actually makes something a little more clear to me. I like a lot the interactions between Christopher Walken and these characters but I don't like it because of those characters I like it entirely because of Christopher Walken Christopher Walken getting into their heads is a fascinating thing to watch because he has such a a nuanced performance and there's so many little details in what he's doing that that are fun to watch but he's getting into some incredibly empty heads and so that part is not interesting if those characters were up to the level that Christopher Walken is then this movie would be like infinitely more interesting and fun but because these characters are kind of bland and pretty one note in a lot of ways it's not super fun to watch him crack them open you know what i mean i get well okay because you know i've already disagreed with you about being able to tell the characters apart because i i think they are kind of distinct but i will agree that the way they respond to his like kind of poking and prodding there's not a lot of difference between them right like he's really the one He's the one who won't have fucking any of it. Right. Because he's the alpha dog and he doesn't appreciate uh, Christopher Walken coming in and trying to run the show. Trying he's like, to no, I'm running inside the... his head. Right. He's like, no, you're, not, you're not inside my head. I'm inside your head, Christopher Walken. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, like I'll agree with you that when he, when he starts kind of 
cracking the noggin of uh, of all these different characters, it is pretty pretty much the their response to it is pretty much the same, where they're kind of, they listen and they're like, no, that, that's not right, Christopher Walken, and then he's like, yeah, but what if it was? And then they're like, Uh-oh. <laughs> and then they have a total oh, breakdown. What if, it, what if it was though? <laughs> you gotta give me some time to think about that, Christopher Walken. I'm going to think that's about a, it by myself and not talk to anybody. Immediately talks to all of their friends about it. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, they're not <laughs> Exactly. In front of Christopher Walken. Right. Ira, don't you go sharing this with anybody. Okay, guys, I sure won't. Hey, everyone. Hey, Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one other question. Um, do alcoholics just become hemophiliacs? Because that seems to be what this movie posits in the way that no. it handles the fact that he's lost a finger and suddenly can't clot his blood I guess no, at all no. question mark it, the the um is it TK who's the doctor one yeah yeah TK or TJ something so, like that. Yeah. yeah uh the the doctor Chad um is worried that it, it's not because he's hemophiliac it's that he's been an alcoholic for oh, so no, long I know he that. has yeah. liver damage no. and, and this but and it's that essential that he has stuff. become a hemophiliac like in yeah. terms of what it does to you and I don't think that that's true like maybe there's a, a certain point at which I'm just not familiar with it like yeah if you just get cut as an alcoholic you're just fucked but well, it, it just feels really weird that, to me that it's like your finger cut off like that's a really hard clot to make that's a big hole. I don't feel like it's... I don't feel like it is. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't seem like it should be that serious. I feel like if they want to go to the level of, yeah, if we don't get him to the hospital in a reasonable time, he'll die, they need to have him, like, almost escape and then hurt him in the process of, like, containing him. Mm. Um, I, I don't, I don't no, buy no, this. No, no, no. It, it, cu- it, they cut off his finger and he's going to die. It is, like, I just did a quick Google search and every, yeah, every, results, every result that I've found has been... Yes, alcohol is absolutely a blood thinner. I haven't found the specific. Well, that, no, that's not what they say. They use. they said yeah. that so uh, the the liver doesn't produce vitamin K yeah. or something no, like that, that and because of that, you can't uh, produce. If it's damaged by alcohol, it uh, produces less hmm. vitamin K, which causes problems with clotting. Yep, found it right, right. here. But that's l- leaky. That's less. It, again, it just does not register to me that this is the one of the, the ticking clock that's hanging over this movie. Well, the ticking clock needs to be, yeah, we need this money by this time or they're going to kill my sister. No, 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 no. It, it, this is fine. Like, I don't think it's bad. It, they introduce it to be a ticking clock. I don't think the fact that this is what they chose is a bad option. I, I think that it's bad because they didn't do anything with it. Because we never see... Like, Christopher Walken doesn't look any paler at the end of the movie than he did at the beginning, right? He doesn't slowly start to, like, weeble and yeah, He's still clear-headed and conscious for the whole thing. Yeah, if he was like losing, if he was losing consciousness when uh, uh, was it Lono comes in, that would be one thing. But sure, there, there's no re- uh, repercussions for this at all. And I feel like, even that's, like it's not just that; it's also. Yeah. It's also that they are at the beginning like, yeah, we're going to cut off your finger because they cut off her finger. And if like they send us one of her eyes, we're cutting out one of your eyes, Christopher Walken. And like that never comes up at all again either. <laughs> well, because it's all And bullshit. it's really frustrating to me because, well, yeah, of course it's all bullshit. But that because it's all bullshit, why lean on that so hard at the beginning of the movie? Like that's such a, a cool idea that you're you could play with a lot of them like having to actually go through with that kind of decision and, and keep going 
with it that I think you could do some interesting stuff with it. But instead, it's like, yeah, we said that, but we're not going to, like, call back to that or, or, or do anything with that. That's just some <laughs> cool shit that the screenwriter's like, yeah, I should say this shit. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I feel like they need to go through with it once more, right? Yeah. Where, because the reason they don't go through with it is because Christopher Walken is immediately on board to help them. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, sure, let me call my guys. I'll get them right on the case. No problem, right? (laughs) He needs to have some sort of resistance where he's like, nah, screw you guys. You cut off my finger and kidnap me. What, do you think I'm going to help you? Babada whoopee, skadoosh. You're like, get out of (laughs) here. I, I'm I I'm an Italian also... mafia figure. Go figure. And then and then they're like, <laughs> yeah, they uh, oh my sister just called and they cut off her big toe. So guess what, buddy? And they come in with like a cigar cutter and they cut off his toe. He's like, ah, I'll help you now. <laughs> <laughs> I think also a big prob- part of the problem is that everyone who has a stake in whether or not she escapes this situation knows the situation is fake. Mm-hmm. The The doctor doesn't care, Ira doesn't care, and Brett, like, this whole thing was I his idea, much, I, get, I love how much, or something? You know, no, Brett is the only one who doesn't know that it's a, it's a like, fake scam, and who and actually cares. And he's going cares. in the hardest. Yeah, he's, well, he, he's the yeah. best friend. Yeah, and I love, I love that I love how half of the friends don't seem to care. They're like, because the ones that know it's not a scam, like, I'm cool with them being a little nonchalant about it, right? Like, not caring as much. Mm-hmm. It's the ones who think that it's actually like, oh, no, his sister's actually kidnapped. And they're like, nah, guys, we should just let him go. It's not, it's not <laughs> a, it's a bad idea. <laughs> well, I mean, I get that from Ira for sure. Because Ira is just a conniving little, like, self-serving little shit. Sure, sure. Like, he, he does not care about any of this except for... Oh God, my dad is gonna find out that this happened, and well, I he's like the that. Only that, one that, that works. Recognizes I think. That they're all but, fucking dead at the end of this if this doesn't change. <laughs> yeah, exactly, for sure, and I I like that about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the to put pressure on this situation, you can't have all of the characters who would feel that pressure know there's no actual pressure because then the entire thing just kind of falls apart and doesn't make any sense. Like, why would they care about any of this? Mm-hmm. So. That's that's sort of my my larger There's problem with, the, with what I'm trying to express is my money. larger issue. Yeah, but they don't seem to be that invested in it to even that degree. They just are kind of like, yeah, this is the thing we're doing. Waka waka. <laughs> they seem <laughs> like they're involved because of the friendship, not because they actually care about the stakes of what's going yeah. on. It's like, eh, I, yeah, I'm on board because you know it's like. We're supposed to room together next year, and it'd be awkward if I didn't help with this. And... <laughs> you, you know if what Dad I mean? finds out that my sister got killed because of my gambling debts, I'll be, like, not invited to Thanksgiving. <laughs> and he makes a really good turkey, guys. Like, it's a really good turkey. Exactly, exactly. One thing that I'm not sure they addressed, they said they tried going to the police, which was obviously bullshit. Mm-hmm. But did they never even try, like, going to the family to try to get the money? Or did they just jump straight onto no, the monster? No, no, no. Avery says, like, he's embarrassed. Yeah. Like, right, they, but... they opted for kidnapping because he right, was right, embarrassed right, no, no, no. to talk to his I'm, dad. I, I got that part, but the kidnapping part, they never tried to go to the family. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just went straight to, hey, let's rob oh, a yeah. monster instead. Yeah, they, they never... really should have. Well, maybe it's because the family would have involved the police. Because uh, let's be honest, do you think they actually went to the police? Oh, no, no, no. They definitely Like, that's just another lie. Yeah, but yeah, if their parents did not gave them $2 million, then that would affect their livelihood. I guess. No, I think I think it was just they didn't go to the parents because the parents would have involved the police, which could have exposed them, right? Yeah. Because obviously they didn't go to the police before kidnapping Christopher Walken. That's a load of bull. 
they they well i mean they also just don't want to involve the police because then the the or the parents because then the parents find out about the whole situation with the yeah. gambling debts and he doesn't want to deal yeah. with that well i mean they're if they're in control well, of no, they, they, they don't... could have controlled that narrative and just been like hey we've kidnapped your daughter give us uh two million dollars they right, they skip don't. Over the gambling debt entirely. The parents don't have to know about the gambling debt. It's yeah. just the. Well, yeah, but the mob doesn't just like kidnap random people and be like, "Yeah, you're gonna give us two million dollars." What do you it's mean? Usually I mean some sort of like, what, what led us mean? to? What led them to? T- that's not a. That's not the usual thing that the mob does. The mob gets you in debt and then you have to pay them back somehow. Like, there's usually at least some level of you started this, you got the mob involved, and then now you're fucked. At least in movie terms, like. It, it it would be weird if the mob just randomly kidnapped this person have be, when there are presumably other people that could be kidnapped. It doesn't you know have what to I mean? be the mob. They could they had two and, goons on uh, on their side. Okay, but here's the thing: if if the mob was kidnapping the, this daughter to to get money, they would go to the parents with the threats. They wouldn't go to shit ass little brother with the threats. Yeah, you know right, what I mean? Which is why I'm yes, saying they could that's do fine. that. They have two the brother, on their side. The brother is in on it. And Mac, I mean, Max is in on it. He just, like, all he has to do is say, hey, go to their parents and, and ask for two million bucks. Right? He doesn't have to involve the brother at all. But they don't yeah. do that because that's way messier, I guess. But Because it involves messier too many than people kidnapping that could, a, a mob lord. Yeah, it involves too many people who could, like, suss out the truth. You know? I don't know. It... I'm I'm not following, but I'm not following in this movie for in general. So, I know. Uh, I <laughs> what? I I just this whole thing is so fucking messy, and there's no reason for it. <laughs> yeah, we don't need two twists. Like, I I kind of want to step back from the general plot of the movie and and talk about Christopher Walken as a specific character because we've all kind of said that we love him, but I I want to talk in particular about the various things we find out about him throughout the movie specifically his hairstyle what the fuck was up with that wig that he had in his in his flashback yeah that wasn't a mullet that was like 17 feet of hair and it was just like not it doesn't look right on Christopher Walken at all and the other thing is that he doesn't look any no, younger like they, they didn't do his no, makeup to make him look no. younger he on. looks like he's yeah I that's think, all they did I think their entire plan was put the wig on give him some sunglasses and try to shoot from behind him and uh just just <laughs> roll with that just don't well, show his face well okay and and what's the other what's the other reason for because what's the reason for that scene other than to be like yeah it to turns show out Christopher goal. Walken is actually one of the good guy gangsters because look, here's this one time where he saved a prostitute from her mean pimp. Well, I think it's also there to like show that he's also brutal and will kill you yeah. later. Yeah, like he's, While he's you're not the nice guy that he's kind of. Yeah, he's not a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Although he could have but I also li- really like. Ring. I mean, he didn't have to give that ring. But there's also that you know that whole monologue about how he. There was this place where they, the dogs were barking next door, and he went over and asked them a couple times, like, hey, can you can you quiet your dogs down? And then he fed them to their dogs. Right. Like, the, I, I enjoy all of those scenes because they are... It's fun, one, just to watch Christopher Walken uh, be in a scene. Mm-hmm. Like, that scene with the dogs, it, he's not even the one telling that story. All he does is, at the end, say, you got it all right, except those dogs... They weren't eating steak. Well, no. You know? yeah. he, and, like, that's it. He, that was a really There was good a second scene, part of to that say. story, though, to where he wasn't going after those people because of the dogs. They had wronged his family before, and he came there to kill right. He didn't kill them because their dogs were yeah, barking. That's that's fair. That's an but important I, part it, to his character it, in the story. He didn't just kill people because it, dogs were barking. It is. 
<laughs> but it's it does also to me at least make it less interesting because he's more interesting when he's this like generally comes off as this very at least for a mobster very nice guy but then he also will kill you if your dogs are barking that's more interesting to me than he, he actually has a grievance against them i mean he seems it seems i think pretty, that's kind of a myth i like the idea i like the idea of the dude who's very menacing but also like like one of the things i like is the you know incredibly dangerous criminal who still has like a code of conduct yeah. you know what i mean like the same and, as and that's the, what I, uh, his protege or whatever right like the fact that, that freaking was dennis leary right because okay so dennis leary is his underling who who throughout the movie is like going about trying to find him after after he's been kidnapped right and we see him at one point you know he's talking about his like fifteen hundred dollar shoes mm -hmm. constantly yeah, and he he gets out of the car and there's the a, the bum who's trying to wash his windshield and he's like screaming at him like you know get out of here this and that and you think that he's going to get violent with him and dennis leary then he's like all right take this money go get yourself cleaned up and get a real job you bum like look you just somebody's got to set you on the right path right and he's like oh you know look he's he's, he's got a heart of gold you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then later, and then yeah. later, he beats a man to death with a toaster. A man who beats his daughter. He doesn't just exactly. beat anyone to death. It feels it feels like a good beating to death with a toaster. Yes. You're like, wow, <laughs> that that asshole is abusive and to his daughter. And then he apologized about the toaster. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dennis Leary, for beating up that abusive parent. That's a good thing. You leave that scene feeling good, despite. The brutality that's happened because these people, despite being very scary in their abilities, are still operating within a code of conduct, which is menacing because you know, you know, because Christopher Walken has laid out, look, I only, I, I, I'm not just going out there killing random people. I'm only doing it for revenge for people that have wronged me. You five fuckers who have cut off my finger. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It does a, yeah. It does a I mean... good job of making him both menacing and sympathetic at the yeah. same time. And I really right, like that. which is important because you need to be sympathizing with the mobster for this plot to work. I think. I think at the end mm -hmm. you have to kind of want him to to get revenge on Max and Elise, and I think that's also a part where it kind of falls apart because of all the twists. I don't really feel like Max and Elise deserve the the murder they get at the end, and so it comes off as this weird situation. Like, I feel like it, it would have played better if he had shown up and like, where's the money taken the money and then just left. That, or like maybe shot him in the foot or something, you know, or, or like the, sink uh, their boat. Endings. Yeah. Cut off his finger. He should have cut off his finger. Those are actual alternate endings that were cut from the movie. Seriously? Seriously. Oh, really? I looked it up. That's uh, one of them. He takes the money. He leaves a little bit behind for them to live off of. And the other one, he sinks the boat while they're on it. Both of them were cut huh. because of test audiences. Well, okay, like okay, and then off. let's talk about the one that we got, where we hear some gunshots while, for the first time in this whole movie, we get super grainy close-up shots of an eye, maybe? Maybe some yeah, hair? Yeah, I don't know, I can't tell. Looking all, like, scared. Yeah, and I yeah. can't tell, because the camera's cutting around at light speed while being zoomed in on <laughs> max setting. While Dawson's max Creek plays in the background. <laughs> at, at max graininess it's not like they like they literally just like zoomed in yeah the final <laughs> shot like can, post production can wise like it looks terrible <laughs> and you don't even see and it's not like they've been shy about the violence er, earlier right like we've seen multiple people get shot we've seen a man getting beaten like 
be beaten to death with a toaster. Like, it's not like they've been shy with violence, but suddenly when it gets to the ending, it's like, nah, we can't show these people getting shot. We just have to hear the gunshots going off in the background while the camera does some funky, like, to nonsense. Be honest, yeah. I think that they came up with that ending after they wrapped production, so that's all the. Uh, I'm guessing that's what it well, is. Yeah. yeah. They, they just didn't have yeah. the footage to yeah. make it work. That's terrible. You don't yeah. need that, but you don't need that good of footage. You have plenty of footage of Christopher Walken pointing a gun. How about you just like zoom in on the gun and then you see some people from behind get shot. Oh, yeah. hey, there's blonde blonde person blonde man and blonde woman and they've both been shot and we don't see their faces. No, oh man. It's it's even easier than that. All you do is you have Dennis Leary pull out his gun like he does at the very end, and as he is pointing it to them, you slam hard to the credits and have a gunshot sound yeah. go off. That's all you got to yeah. do. Or or you see, like, an aerial view of the boat, and it's like, oh, look, you see, like, oh, here's here's what they did it for, but then you still hear them getting their, their just desserts, even even while you're able to see the boat from, from a far and way away. And they say, ah, we've whatever. been shot. Ah, I'm dying. <laughs> Oh, oh Christopher I Walken, no, why, oh, ow, my brain, you've shot my brain, Christopher Walken. I mean, okay, but outside of the, the like, stupid, like, way that it's executed, do you guys feel like this is this is the right ending? Like, I, it just doesn't play I mean, for they, me. I don't they, feel like, no, it, the girl especially has earned this. Yes, the girl, absolutely. I mean, the guy, he, he fucked over his friends pretty bad at, by the end of it, like, if it had all gone out properly yeah but i mean one of his friends went to the hospital avery's house got fucked up poor avery right everybody poor avery <laughs> no poor ira poor avery. Ira. oh yeah ira, ira. ira. avery's I, the one who went yeah, to the hospital ira. for his sister yeah avery shot one ira's house but ira's also the man so i mean that's cool oh yeah hey th there's another point if avery didn't think it was re if avery knew it wasn't real why did he go to the hospital looking for his sister he had to have thought that his sister that's was where, actually that's kidnapped. where they were going to drop her off yeah he thought but that's he, where she was going yeah that's my point he had to think she was actually kidnapped yes he never knew no. about that part of the plan. I think what he thought was that with the, the two million thing that they had actually kidnapped her then. I think he came to them with this plan. They said, yeah, we'll do that. That 50,000 idea comes to you. He doesn't find out about the, the two million dollar thing that Max and Elise do. And so then he thinks that it's all real later after that escalation mm. has happened. Mm. And I think there's also this situation with the, the cutoff finger that maybe or did or did not happen that is convinced him as well i don't know and so he goes there thinking that. it was a lot i don't know if this movie's like well and told enough to to come up with a coherent explanation of it any of it but that's the, the best i can do yeah all right, all right. You, know, you know what you know what? to answer your previous question i think the only two people that don't deserve to get like shot at least a little bit are um the doctor dude tk and ira Ira obviously, yeah. Ira wasn't wasn't in on it the whole time, and the doctor dude may have been in on it, but he at least was trying to take care of yeah. Christopher Walken, and he was constantly. I don't like, think the doctor was in on it because he's the first one that that is has no, no, the no, no, like no, no. seed of on, doubt. Not, plan not in on the back plan. He was in on the we're oh, gonna okay. kidnap this dude to save his sister. Yeah. Like I mean, oh okay, if okay, okay. Christopher Walken did have anything personal against him. It would be for the fact that he was the one that. Cut off, cut his off finger. the finger. But he exactly. did the best he could. Which, mm. well, yeah, and apparently he did like the best job in the world because later on it's just, oh man, yeah. Despite the fact that we've been here for like 24 hours, yeah, the, that finger just sews on perfectly fine, and all I've got is a couple stitches going around it. <laughs> yeah, I do. I I think that 
I want I I think this ending would work better if we went to each character and they got some specific reward slash revenge for the way that they treated him. Like he goes to Ira and is like, "Hey, you, you treated me pretty good, and here's a thousand dollars because you're the man, Ira. I, I like and you." Then do the, and, or and something then do like the doc, that. And then to the doctor guy, all he does to him is he cuts off his pinky. He's like, "That's it." Exactly. I yeah, don't know. For, I, for sure. That's. I think the only people that we don't see get that already are TK and Avery. And Avery, obviously, it's obviously gonna, he's going to be upset that his sister got killed. TK, I guess, is the only person who's not shown directly or indirectly some kind of repercussions or reward from this. Because Ira gets. What I mean, he wants. I don't feel like I don't feel like Avery really gets anything. He's going to when he finds out his that. sister's dead. Like he's yeah, but I don't care. Like he's barely shown concern for her throughout this movie. <laughs> well, he eventually does once he realizes his debts are good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not enough. Like I, I just I don't feel I I never feel the urgency from him. I mean, that look, I think I look, need to, to make this like, whole thing he's work. He's a shitty brother for sure. He kept the gun. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> watch his face the whole time. Like he he wanted to make sure that everything went clean. Maybe he just has a cool head. No, that was Brett. Brett was the one with no, the gun. No, no, no. Avery's the no, guy who's standing there in the corner. At the end. Oh, okay. I see. What when you're he's saying. like trying to make sure that his sister's okay. He's like, hey, what's my guarantee that you're gonna that my sister's gonna be all right, man? I guess, but the way that he's playing it is is just it does not have that sense of of like I really give a shit about this. It's it's more like uh, the script says I need to say this, so I'm saying it, but I don't really care. Yeah, that's the way I feel about it anyway. I mean, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you guys want to get into our final thoughts? Yeah, yeah, okay. I think it's a good time to. I think we've I think we've dissected this movie as best as we can. It does get a little convoluted <laughs> at points, uh, which would be easy to pick as my least favorite part of the movie. Just that the plot seems like there's some ho- some some just disconnected points. But for me, my least favorite part has to be the the ending, mm-hmm. just because it goes from be like oh everything's clearly shot, we see what's going on, to all of a sudden it's just like a thirty seconds of like art house camera work and ambiguous ending and then like 90s melodramatic pop rock playing over the credits and it's just (laughs) done right and and for a movie that was like hey you know what this is this is it's not the best but it's pretty solid i'm being entertained this isn't bad it just ends really poorly like Mm -hmm. like not even like the ending of the plot but just the ending of the movie the last I don't know. The last minute of the movie is just awful. So that's my least It feels favorite. tacked on because it is tacked yeah. on. Yeah. And there's ways of tacking on an ending if you have to change something last minute that work that you can and you can you can make those final changes and still make something that seems cohesive and works well, right? And they just butchered it here. Um my favorite part of the movie is Christopher Walken. Uh, just the way that he plays Charlie is just the way he plays Charlie is just fantastic. Um, I love seeing him kind of pick apart all the frat boys throughout the movie, uh, and and this is a movie where he's he's really charming and he is absolutely on his back. Like <laughs> I'm sure his his shoulders are tired from carrying the rest of the movie. So <laughs> I I really enjoyed Christopher Walken and. Uh, and yeah, you know, I, I had a fun time with the movie. The ending pissed me off, but overall, I would still give it three and a half out of five Stingray boots. Okay. Uh, Brian, how about you go next? I, I have a pretty similar feel to it. Like, overall, I enjoyed this movie a lot more than I thought I would. It was just 
unfortunate that like the beginning and the ending had that weird grainy filter and Dawson's mm. Creek music playing that yeah, no only ever shows up when like he and his girlfriend are both on the camera at the same time for some reason. Like I don't know like <laughs> if that's to show that uh-huh. their relationship's real. It's their theme song. It's their theme song. Yeah, I I don't know, but I don't like it. Other than that, this is a solid whatever genre movie this is like a talking movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the 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 way I saw it described was a psychological thriller dark comedy. I don't know. No. I, I don't know if I'd say no. any of those are correct. I mean, there's some comedic elements to it, but it's not a dark comedy. Yeah, what IMD, IMDb, thriller is this? IMDb listed I, as a comedy crime drama. That's bagger. Uh, I'd say crime thriller, yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> I think that they were just struggling to find a way to to name this and market it so it would actually get make some money. Uh, what, what are our um fuck? What's his name? Like, not Guillermo del Toro. Uh, the guy who did Pulp Fiction. What what are his movies called? Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino? Yeah. What are his movies? Uh, I feel like they're dark comedy crime I feel thrillers. Like this is like a dark great, comedy crime thrillers. Yeah, like that, but not <laughs> quite. Like a little washed out. Like some club soda pudding there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can go yeah, There's nothing psychological about it. So, least favorite part is that weird vignette that they put over the whole movie of weird music and grainy stuff at the beginning and the end. Favorite is, I guess, just Christopher Walking. Uh huh. Hanging out with the boys. <laughs> I mean, that is the correct answer. He I, really I agree is. with that completely. I love, I love when they decide to like play poker with him and let him play poker with yeah. them. Yeah, and, and <laughs> it's such a great just his like hands. Well, especially because the whole like like Ira shows up, he's like, guys, what's going on? This was supposed to be a poker night, and then later on they actually end up playing poker oh, together. Yeah. Like, I, Ira actually played his didn't role get the pretty though. perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, overall, three and a half out of five pinky ring. Nice. Nice. nice, nice. Andreas? Okay. I have to say my least favorite part is that there's kind of two twists to this movie. And there's absolutely no need for it. All, we could do with the second twist and just have mm-hmm. Max be the guy who who does the fake kidnapping. Yeah. There's yeah. no need for Avery to be involved at all. And by the end of the movie, the it seemed to have forgotten itself that Avery was involved in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he seems to show general concern about his sister being released by the kidnappers that from what we understand he knows didn't actually happen so either the movie is getting confused or it's just not doing a good job of portraying his character either way having these two revelations about what's really going on seems redundant and uh redundant best at worst confusing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that that's definitely my least favorite part favorite part i'm actually going to break away from Christopher Walken, because we've talked about him quite a bit, mm. and I'm going to go with Ira because Ira's the man. Yeah, Ira is the man. He needs to remember <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Remember Ira that, Ira. Is, you are the man. Ira, Ira is the everyman. Like he comes in and he's expecting a poker night and is upset that his, not only if his friend kidnaps uh, somebody, but they're doing it in his father's house and they lied to him about it. And they Fine didn't take we off were going their to play shoes. Poker. <laughs> I brought stuff to make brownies. Uh-huh. We'll go smoke some pot, have some drinks, and play some poker with our brownies. But no, no, you had to go and kidnap some mobster <laughs> yeah. in my father's house. It's fantastic. Yeah, I felt for Iris so much for the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Like, man, you are going to have to explain all of this somehow. And yeah. when he loses it at the end, I I was right on board with him. I was yeah. Like, yeah, that's understandable. 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you, man. So that that's my favorite part. I'm going to have to give this a solid three out of five pinkies, uh, missing pinkies. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's solid. It's it's flawed, but it's solid. Very, very, very entertaining. Uh, Rick, oh, yeah. how about you? You you seem to have some problems with it, but I'm curious <sighs> to hear your final thoughts. What do you think? Sometimes when we do a movie, and this is especially true when it is a uh, a movie that's been requested of us or, or uh, in this case, paid for <laughs> for us to do, uh-huh. um, I kind of... I'm stuck because on the one hand, if with a movie like this, I I'd like to give my my initial first reaction to the first time I've ever seen this movie on the podcast. I think that's that's uh, the way that we kind of do most of our stuff. But at the same time, there's movies like this where I feel like if I watched it again, I would have a much clearer idea of what happened, and I might have been more entertaining than I ended up feeling like I was through this because I felt so confused by so much of it that if I watched it again I'd have a much clearer idea of it all um, but at the same time I, I wasn't not paying attention and it's just that the movie was not very clear in a lot of ways I've seen you did have movie <laughs> You did have trouble. Doing... You did have trouble telling apart uh, the very aggressive blonde-haired boy and the very passive, non-aggressive brunette-haired boy. Because it was weird that the very aggressive one was the one with nothing at stake, and the not aggressive one was the one with the entire crux of the movie at stake. It doesn't feel right. It throws me off. Anyway, we all also <laughs> struggled to come up with what the actual plot of the damn movie was, so I don't feel like I'm that far off base here. Okay, okay, okay. Go um, on, go on. Uh, we, we have talked about both of my favorite things, uh, my, my number one and number two things, which are Christopher Walken and Ira. Those are one and two. They're, mm-hmm. they're both great, and I, lo- I really enjoy both of them and, and what they bring to the movie. I'm going to also call out De- Dennis Leary as number three. Good He's choice. a fun presence throughout, and I enjoy seeing him kind of slowly getting to this place and and showing who he is in the process of finding his boss because when he does finally show up and like we know he's there before they know he's there it is a genuine oh shit moment because like i do want christopher walken to get out of this because i like christopher walken better than i like these assholes Mm -hmm. but at the same time i know dennis leary might beat someone to death with a fucking toaster so (laughs) Uh (laughs) and that seems a little more than i want to happen to most of these guys especially ira so you know um, he's he's going to be the thing that I call out as my favorite, even though okay. Christopher Walken okay. is absolutely my favorite, uh, especially his wig. Um, oh, jeez. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, my least favorite thing about this movie is, I think it's the convoluted plot, but the, the yeah. basic idea of the plot at all. I honestly think that this entire movie would be much better if there were zero twist. If it was just, these guys came up with a dumb as shit plan to solve a problem that they were never really prepared to deal with in any way at all. They got themselves over their head and then instead of doing the smart thing, which is tell someone who is smarter than them to help them out, they come up with this idiotic plan to kidnap a mafia boss. I think that makes for a much more interesting and and better movie than this. Like, but it was actually their plot all along. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that was, Um, I think I'm on board with you on that. That sounds like a much more, uh, efficient story and definitely one more I'd be more interested in watching again. Yeah. 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 I, and I feel like if I, again, if I watch this again, I might give this movie a higher rating than I'm about to, but as it stands right now, I'm, I'm going to give this, yeah, I'm going to give this two out of five Aww. battered toasters Aww. because it's just, it's, I didn't enjoy it that much. I, I, I think that the overall thing is just very confused. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is a good movie in here. Yeah. 
it's just not the movie that ended up being made. I see why this has such a, a low score on on Rotten Tomatoes. I think that like just clarity of direction and a a less convoluted plot and this movie is is much much stronger than it already mm-hmm. is even though i wish you'd rated it higher i can still understand where you're coming from like yes it's not perfect and there are definitely points that take away from the experience as a whole and because i didn't really love it doesn't mean you shouldn't love it i mean i think this movie is worth watching just for christopher walken mm-hmm. although i think every movie that christopher walken is, is worth <laughs> watching for that reason but he is particularly fun in this movie yes yes he's he he is very enjoyable i i really i don't know i i i like that he wasn't over the so over the top ridiculous right like him because yeah, he definitely can be. he can be but him as like a mafia boss like i could see that and he plays it well because he's got like that even when he's being menacing he's still got like kind of a cool calm collected demeanor yeah like yeah and and i really like it um i had a lot of fun watching this uh thank you to houston again for supporting us on patreon and choosing this to be the movie that we watched uh, I'm Absolutely. I'm glad that you picked a movie as good slash bad as you did. <laughs> um, at least one that we can have a fun conversation yeah. about because that's that's really the important thing at the end of the day to me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not mad uh, at this movie. No, 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 <laughs> no. no, no. I'm, this, I'm, this isn't mother. I'm mildly annoyed. <laughs> I, Andreas. I'm going to say that name. <laughs> I, I, I. <laughs> I am glad that he chose something because he could have picked something terrible. And so I'm glad that he picked something nice. He could have um, picked Suicide Squad instead. <laughs> oh, fuck no. Oh, can we just say, can I just say, I don't think this is a good title for the movie. Yeah, it was, it was kind yeah. of lame. Yeah. Well, it sounds yeah, it's not, really it's not an ideal one. Oh, I think, I think it was fine. Like, t- cause to me, it was like, Hey, these these dummies over here are being like they are the Suicide Kings. They're the ones who've like ah, oh, we've got this great plot that we've come up with, and are also all of the idiots who are going like they're basically committing suicide with but this plot. But they did. They yeah, should only have. One of them, only two of them died, and one of them was not really even the group uh, anyway. But no, True. it's based off of a short story called The Hostage, and I think that's a more yes. fitting yeah, name. Yeah, no, I like that a lot better. Nah, yeah. the host. Just saying, the hostage. Like that's a boring movie title. I don't want to go see the hostage. I'm with you on that, Josh. I think Suicide Kings. It, while it is kind of a weird title and doesn't make a ton of sense, it is way more evocative and like oh, yeah. it makes me interested. You know, right off the bat. Absolutely. Well, uh, to any of our listeners, if you have an idea for a movie that you want us to watch, uh, go and support us on our Patreon, uh, and you can force us to watch it. Uh, we won't have any say in the matter. Uh, <laughs> that's at our that's that's at our Patreon, uh, which is Patreon.com/slash/opinionated. Uh, if you just have a suggestion that we may or may not get to, uh, we always love hearing those as well. Uh, you can send those to our Twitter at OpinionCast or our email address OpinionatedMovieReviews at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you guys. If you get a chance, please leave us a rating on iTunes. Between that and you sharing us with your friends, it's the best way we have of getting out to new listeners. We always appreciate you guys listening, and until next time, we're, we're opinionated. opinionated. Thanks for